Net Heads. Welcome again back to JKPMS. This is Kirk with the Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide podcast. Here with me, as always, is Jacob. Say hey. What's up, dudes? So, what's good? What's good? Is this the first uh, Ned pod from your new apartment? Uh, I believe so, yeah. I've already recorded a show me something out of this apartment, but I think it is the first Ned pod out of here. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it was about like a, like a week ago from the time of recording now, uh, that we moved in to the new spot, uh, mm-hmm. back in a, uh, sunroom recording studio, <laughs> like the first apartment where we were in the sunroom. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's nice. Nice place. I like it. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was pretty sweet. Cozy. Yeah. You got to, you got to visit it a couple of, couple of days ago when you were down yeah. here. Yep. 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 So season two is continuing on. Um, I don't know if you had anything else outside of the episode to address or, uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I'm drinking, uh, J dubs brewing company, passion wheat, um, passion fruit and mango wheat ale. Um, they're really good. I get them all the time from Publix. Um, (laughs) they're super good. I like them. Nice. I got the swamp head pepper jelly. It's a limited thing. They put out Berliner, like a sour. This one's got mango and habanero. Nice. It's a good sour. Right on. It's not spicy yep. at all. So if you thought that it would be spicy from the habanero, it's not. Um, and that is a shame because you want some of the kick. But uh, that is a good brewery, though. Yeah, it's very good. They've been putting out a lot of uh, limited stuff during the quarantine to... Because the tap room's not open, so they're just selling cans. Yeah, people like uh, they have like a drive-through thing, right? Yeah, people like coming through and picking up. Yep, that's what that's what it is right now. I guess at a lot of places, but yeah, yeah, it's tasty. As far as the episode, I thought the first half was pretty solid. You seem to think that the second half was a little better, but you overall were thinking lukewarm um i think i laughed a little bit more uh on the second half uh the first part i liked because it introduced a great character being the vice principal but um as a whole both episodes combined um i think are weaker than last week's episode in my Mm. opinion that's fair yeah i don't know if i agree but that's fair right on I'd have to the IMDb users agree with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's true. Uh, uh, first... I mean, I can't put my finger on it, what you know, what the reasoning is, but, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so the, the first episode starts out with a, um, a sledgehammer um, vandalizer. Exactly. Throughout the, throughout the episode, the, um, the music, the stinger that they use whenever they show, like, vandalism occurring is this sick grunge music. And it's just a guy going, yeah. <laughs> it's great music. Yeah, it's very. It makes you feel like hell yeah, fucking deface that property. <laughs> yeah, it does. But yeah, so basically, it's kind of like a crime drama ish, like it, you know, because it's basically vice principal Krubs. So you know, there's the assistant principal and the vice principal. Now, do you know what the difference is between those th- things? Are they the same? I don't thing? think there is one. Right, because like in the beginning, when they even when they show the title card, they, it says assistant principal, and then it's crossed out and says vice principal. I figured that was just because that's what he insisted the position be. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that there's a difference at all. I think it's just a title difference. So you don't think that there's two? No, I don't think so. There might be one per grade, because um, I remember that being a thing in middle school, uh, where we had a, a like an assistant or a vice principal or whatever per grade, but. Right. I doubt that there. I doubt it's like two separate positions. Yeah, that would be weird. I would. I would think. Yeah, there's but not he, enough. There's not enough work going around for there to be multiple positions. <laughs> dude, yes, there is. Well, not now. <laughs> but back in the back in the heyday, back in like peak. What year is this? Two thousand six, two thousand five. Yeah. Public school in two thousand six. That's like. That's like. So but many what administrators. Their, what are their duties? What, they what just do they fucking, actually do? They just they just bust people's balls and they fucking hassle people 
and they get paid six figures, and the teachers six hate them. figures. Yeah, right, dude. Yeah, yeah, the administrators for sure. No way, a vice principal is making six figures. A principal is. Maybe. Come on. I am curious. It depends on the school. I'll give you that. It depends on the school. Like everything. Like a lot of things, unfortunately. It's saying in this area, it's um. Well, I'm getting like I'm getting a real wide range. <laughs> you see, it's I saying told in you. this area, in this area, it's anywhere from like 40k oh. to 160k. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay, I guess you know, I was that, a little that, off, but you know that whatever. range is pretty insane. Yes, a one hundred twenty thousand dollar range. I think God seniority damn. plays a big role in the amount that you get paid. It's like you know. Probably. Do you get tenure as a uh, as an administrator in a school? I would think so. I don't know. I would. I would imagine. Hmm. Maybe He's I very much get into a school system. He very much leans into the pun of the fact that the name is called Vice Principals because he's, like you said, Miami Vice. He's wearing a white suit with like a pastel neon uh, just T-shirt underneath and sunglasses. Yeah, he's dope got dope look. shades. Very dope. Very much, uh, you know, he's just dressed like Don Johnson. Yeah, I haven't watched Miami Vice. Have you? I've seen a couple episodes. It's pretty fun. It's a good watch. It's 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 very 80s, you know, so that's what's kind of nice about it. Yeah. Did you watch the reboot movie? No. Me neither. What's interesting, <laughs> though, is I'm pretty sure the reboot movie is directed by Michael Mann, who like did is the guy that created the show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so he he made the movie. The movie is supposed to be grittier, right, than the TV show? Wasn't it like rated R? Probably. I don't know. I mean, Michael Mann's a pretty gritty director. He's the guy that made Heat. He made Collateral. Yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. He's a very gritty director in general. Yeah, for sure. Who's in the Miami Vice reboot? It's it's Brad Jamie Foxx and somebody else. Brad Pitt, right? right? Is it Brad Pitt? Isn't it? For for some reason, I thought it was um, the dude from In Bruges. Fuck's his name? Colin Firth. Colin, Colin Firth. It might Which be Maca- it? Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Oh, oh. <laughs> I always get him confused. Yes. No, dude. It was uh, it was Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin. Colin Firth is the British guy. Yes. 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 But. That's funny. I uh, thought it was Brad Pitt. He looks like Brad Pitt in the poster a little bit. Just because he's wearing sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> Not that much, I guess. Man, I pulled up Miami Vice on IMDb, and the yep. look is so spot on. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, man, that is really good. That is super good. Hey, you guys out there listening, you should Dude. look up uh, a side-by-side of Vice Principal Krubs and uh, Miami Vice from the 80s. Well, you That's should insane. also listen to the Miami Vice theme song by Jan Hammer. And then listen to the like music that they play for his theme in the episode, and it's like the same thing. Uh, you, did they get the rights to it, or is it like no? A it's not. It's not the same thing, but different. it's like it's like yeah. It's like it's like someone was say make it something that sounds just like the Miami Vice theme song, but is different enough that we can use it for free. Like a cover, like uh, like that you do for the Dragon Josh and for the Ned's music. Not even that though. Like just like make something in the vein of this. Oh. It's like so. It's a little bit more, but same they style. Hit, they hit like some of the same notes, and it's the same vibe, but it's not the same melody or anything like that. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, but yeah, so basically, he's um, like a detective. Vice principal, in the yeah, he's a detective. He's he's investigating CSI style. Really, mm-hmm. it reminds me of like CSI Miami exactly. Um, because he's like whipping his shades on and off, and he's like analyzing yeah. shit at the crime scene. Um, the shades on I was and off never, is a big gag. To be fair, I was never a CSI Miami guy. I don't know if I don't know if you ever watched any of the CSIs. None I of watched them. the the original one, the uh, CSI Las Vegas. That's the one I was into. That's the most classic uh, one, right? With the guy with the, when it goes, yeah. Is that yeah, that yeah, one? yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've never. Well, watched actually, it. I think uh, <laughs> I think it is. Man, shit, I don't even know. I haven't watched it since like middle school. It's been so long. Um. But the actually no the one the yeah one I think is the Miami one. Ah, uh, that makes Cause sense. Because because he says the he takes his glasses off, says the one liner, and then it screams yeah every time. Yeah yeah yeah, that's the Miami one. Um, but anyway, yeah. So there's a, after he starts investigating the crime scene, there's a really dope like micro shot mm-hmm. uh, of CG like cheese puffs and fingers. Yeah. Um, it looks insane. It's the residue. <laughs> it's like the micron view of the residue because he discovers there's Cheeto puff residue, which he's calling uh, Cheetle, like Don Cheetle. It's like, 
It's an interesting name for it. I never heard it. I've only heard it as like cheese dust. That's no, like the name. This is Cheetle. That's the scientific forensic determination of uh, of Cheeto puff dust. Yeah. And that is the through line at all the crime scenes. So that is one of the evidence. You know, that's one of the that's one of the main points of who it who did this. Someone that's eaten Cheetos. Who's got the Cheetos? Yeah. Let's find them. Um. Yeah. So. I think it's right before the intro cr- uh, credits roll is when um, Cookie and Ned walk into the room eating. In, both have massive bags of <laughs> cheese puffs. And they're yeah. like, what's going on, guys? And he's like, busted. And, you know, they're yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. Where do, we just love cheese puffs, bitch. Throughout the episode, a couple other people also just happen to have cheese puffs because cheese puffs are just good. It's big. At the school right now. They must have, like, just added it to, like, the vending machine or something. I don't know what's going on, but everybody's eating it. I don't know what their snack situation was, but, I mean, I think uh, later on in the episode, Corley actually has some um, spicy, you know, Cheeto yeah. product that he that he has here. And Similar I, to, like, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Exactly, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I don't know about you. In I feel like in elementary school, I think, I feel like people, that's when people started getting into the hot fries. Did you have the hot fries? Available? No, I didn't. You didn't have those no. available. Maybe that was a New York no, thing. I don't think so. Because I feel like that's kind of a trashy garbage thing to have available, like handicap <laughs> hot fries, even though they're delicious. I don't, I don't even know what hot fries are. It's just spicy fries. Maybe it's a regional thing, and that's why you didn't have it. Maybe. I mean, Flamin' Hot Cheetos were big down here. Yeah, for sure. They still are, really. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't even think I've ever had Flamin' Hot Cheetos, though. My spicy chip of choice are Takis, usually. Takis are big good. Big fan of Big fan of Takis, Takis the are good. Fuego ones in the in the purple bag. I think I've had Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I think that I, I mean they're good. You know, it's not like they're not good. They're not going to make. It's probably a, a very similar heat. I assume to Takis. I think it's less acidic. Is it? Takis are very acidic, dude. Why? Because of the lime. Yes. That's it's, fair. It's I, really I citric like acid. <laughs> Well, I mean, the lime is on the bag, though. <laughs> yeah. It's intense lime uh, flavor. Yeah. Um, In this episode, uh, VP Krubs, he has a sick office. He does. He has, like, a like a cool, like, neon light of, like, a like a bird, like a parrot, I think it is. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I guess it's not. It's not a flamingo. Yeah, it's kind of like a parakeet. It should have been a flamingo, honestly, but it was a parrot. Uh, which is still cool. It was still the best part of his office. Exactly. It's the accent piece. Everything else about it was kind of like, this is just a slubby, messy office. Yeah, he's got a really bulky-ass <laughs> laptop that doesn't work, too. That's a um, a thing that happens throughout this episode, is his laptop doesn't fucking work. Well, nothing at, at, at JKPMS works, apparently. Everything there is outdated a little bit. Well, it's a public school, you know? I guess so. I guess so. I feel like that's a lot of the time at public schools. A lot of the stuff's kind of run down. I guess depending on your district, of course. Yeah. Uh, the first tip of the episode Ned gives is tell the truth. Yeah. I guess usually a good a good tip, unless you are a criminal. Yeah, and so they told the truth, and they outed their really sweet. A hideout that they made in a bathroom stall yeah which was it worth it in the end because like all uh lisa got off on was a, a fucking warning sorry in the end that's kind of a spoiler actually <laughs> it ends up being lisa yeah um plot twist but, it was her all the time but like you know what i'm saying like they they got rid of this sweet hideout that they had exactly for nothing basically so basically they took a bathroom stall and this stall it's like the walls the walls seem to go all the way up to the ceiling. Yeah, and they were like fur lined. Well, they um, I think they did that. I think they like they they must have tacked like sheets or some shit to the like to the thing to make it made, it was a fort. They made a fort. Yeah, and they were they were playing um on two uh, uh Game Boy Advance SPs with like sick. a LAN cable connected between them so they could play multiplayer. The illest, very sick. The illest situation. Yeah, dude, that's I wonder what they were playing. That shit was tight, dude. <laughs> Hopefully something good. I wish they would have had like a a better seating situation in there though. I think they were sharing sitting on the toilet. <laughs> they should have like had like um They each got a cheek like, and a half on the toilet. They should have had like those fold out chairs that can come off the wall. You know what I'm talking about? Like 
They should have had <laughs> they should have had something built in. They didn't think that far in advance. They just had the the materials to decorate because they had like they had like blacklight posters up and shit. Like they had the whole thing. Well, they out. well they were tripping too. So yeah, that was like their that was their um what is it? They the, went to smoke back there. That's that's that seventy shows. That, that's their basement room or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same type of situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that was an that was an illegal bathroom decoration though. So they get a citation for that. Yes, and uh, that gets them off the hook for the other crime of the the sander being smashed in in woodshop. Um, right. But then, um, so it basically moves on to the next top suspect, who uh, in Vice Principal Krub's mind happens to be Billy Loomer, which is definitely fair of an assessment. Um, Another tip that Ned gives is ne- is that I think he says Vice Principals never believe liars. Uh, it was something maybe. ridiculous like that. How could you say something categorically like that? Is that really even a tip? That's just kind of like a... Don't lie. Like an aside. <laughs> they have superpowers. They're the oracles. They're the oracles of the school, like those fucking uh, twisted old uh, bastards from the movie 300. They're like the people in uh, Minority Report in the tanks. They, See, I haven't they seen know, Minority They know Report when you're going to commit the crime before you commit the crime, and then they arrest you before you even do it. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plot <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> I didn't know that it was people in a tank um, figuring it out, though. I thought it was, like, just a computer. No, it's like these weird people that are hooked up to some shit, and they're, like, they're like in water and stuff. Yeah. Are they, like, screaming, like, kill me? I don't think so, but I haven't seen the movie in a while, so maybe. It's a good movie. You should definitely watch it. <laughs> I want to, yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe I should show me something. Maybe I wonder if Will's seen it. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be an interesting. That one. would be a That'd good be, one. Yeah, it it would be. And then so Mose Mose wants to defend Loomer after Loomer gets um, accused of being the guy. Yes, because she's like, we have to be honorable. We have to honor the tips. Blah blah blah. Ned and Cookie are both like, hey man, Loomer, listen. First of all, and this is what I said when we were watching the episode, Mose, you haven't had your fucking, you haven't gotten a wedgie, you haven't had your fucking head pushed in the toilet, you haven't had your dick kicked in the dirt by Loomer, okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. she doesn't so, know. And the, and so, like, they want him obviously gone, because this is what they want, they've had, they've plotted numerous times in the past ways to get him removed from the premises of the school permanently. They have, they they had that, um, that whole plan to get him sent to the private school with the shrimp. Yeah, in Nebraska, right? Um... That fell through. Fell through. Uh, but but yeah, I don't think she, she doesn't she doesn't quite get it the extent of the torment that Ned is still not financially recovered from that class action lawsuit that was the result of that. <laughs> that is true. He had horrible representation. Yeah. Um. But, oh, also one of the when when Billy's locker is getting checked for uh, cheese puffs, uh, coconut head gets pulled out. Yeah, he was he's like he was like long ways in it like he was laying down <laughs> it's like how fucking deep is that locker <laughs> that's his that's his storage locker that's where he goes he's, he gets him out and he just like cries and runs away it was pretty funny that was a good part yeah he's like the gimp <laughs> yeah yeah that's what you were saying in the thing um but yeah so there's like a mini montage of moe's uh being upset with them yeah and uh, it's basically just her glaring at them while they go about their business and are trying to, you know, move on with their lives. Having the, yeah, they're having the time of their lives. Everything's good. Their their enemy, the 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 only source of violence against them, physically, emotionally, and otherwise, is 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 potentially gone. Yes. You know, I mean, really, Moe is 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 not. I don't know. I don't think she's in the right. I don't think she is either. But anyway, they end up helping uh, Billy. They agree to it. They're and like, I understand fine, how I understand how morally that is. I guess technically the correct thing to do. Uh, I guess it depends in, on your in morality. That, in that situation, in reality, you would you would just mind your own business. Honestly, <laughs> to me, it depends on your morality because it's like if you de- if you believe in free association, it's like fuck him. He's fucking. He's an asshole. Uh, but Moses is operating in, in like every every person needs to be treated equally, blah blah blah. I think she's wrong. 
<laughs> Billy doesn't get to be treated equally. <laughs> you gotta be a Billy's a bastard. Situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Quirly has but, hot cheese snacks. That's what. That's when that happens because we get a lunch. Oh, we get right, a lunch, yeah. We get a little lunch scene. That's when we see that Ned has cut his hot dog in a bizarre way, and and it's like sticking up like two two put out cigars on his lunch tray thing. <laughs> it really is. Dog. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He the was lunch, playing with his food. I feel like I'm always <laughs> looking at their lunches too. I like can't help but it's like fascinating. notice all the like stuff that the prop department has put on their lunch table. It's just so weird, like to see what they've done to it and played with it in certain ways. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely the most interesting thing to look at, like in those scenes. Yeah, I I think so too. I wonder how much they really wanted us to look at it though, or just they kind of wanted us to see it as a full lunch table. I don't know. But like, I'm looking, I'm also looking at like, the combinations of food too, because sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, the the food right. combos are disgusting. And the drinks <laughs> and, you and the juices the... and the choices like that. Yeah, it's like what the fuck. <laughs> and just the arrangement of the food, like I would say, like here, he's got the hot dog torn in two pieces, stuck, stuck like bunny ears out yeah. of something. I don't know if he's stuck yeah, it in very, a mashed it's potatoes. It's very strange. Um. But yeah, so they try the flaming hot Cheetos, or not flaming hot Cheetos, but the super hot cheese puffs or whatever they are. Um, yeah, Moses is unfazed. She eats them. She's like, yeah, they taste good. Everybody else like has fire coming out of their mouths. That's because they're bitches. They are. They can't handle the heat. Yeah. What can you do? Not everybody can. Not everybody can. Um, also, more crimes end up happening. So the basketballs... Uh, in the gym gets slashed yes oh um, well before that cookie proves loomer's innocence with like commute computer spectrometation i think we said that he did that they decide to help him but that that's how they yeah. do it yeah basically um cookie's computer has high stats vice principal crub's computer it has, has magic trash stats basically is what it <laughs> well yeah because it's able to like somehow analyze <laughs> what exactly it is they should have just tasted the dust that's the easiest way. True. But yeah, they found out it was super hot, and the ones in Billy's locker were normal, and, regular cheese puffs. Right, and that's when the vice principal is like, why couldn't my computer do that? And then Cookie's like, my computer has a dual 2.3 processors and a terabyte hard drive, you you bitch. Yeah, I don't know why he brought up the hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> Just to flex. I guess so, yeah. I mean, terabyte for back then on a hard drive, it was a lot. Yeah, then after that, after they disproved that, that's Moe's becomes the suspect, right? Yeah, she does, because she's the the one person with a detention record and that um, had a hall pass, I think, at the time and can stand the, the super hot Cheetos. Right. Makes sense. I mean, everything adds up so far. Yeah, it does, for sure. Um, but yeah, Dirk is like, how, how, how are we going to shoot hoops with smash balls? Oh, yeah. And, uh, that, yeah. So in every single scenario, Vice Principal Krebs is like, don't worry, I'll get you a new thing by tomorrow. Huh. This is key. This is key. <laughs> and he does. He follows through, yeah? Yeah, he follows through, for sure. So he's a fucking um, man of his word. He's a good guy. But because they uh, he thinks it's Moe's... Um, Cookie and Ned are now tied in because, for some reason, I don't even 100% know why, but they're tied in with it <laughs> uh, because they're friends with her, Association, I guess. yeah. But, like, what? You they, know, already co- got, they already got shown as innocent. No, they're just, like, not the, the sole... Like, they're, they're fucking affiliates, dude. They're yeah. guilty by association. He's doing collective punishment. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it, you know. I definitely don't agree with it. <laughs> They, they they helped him. I mean, they've helped him. They've been helping him. So Yeah, they've been rats this whole episode. I had an issue with that. <laughs> exactly, yes. They were ratting on kids left and right. Like, get the fuck out of here. I think most of the time it was fine, though. Most of the time it was justified. When was it I not think... justified? Who were they ratting on uh, that, that it was not? They were ratting everyone out, man. They had a whole screen on, on Cookie's computer of suspects. He's pointing fingers. I guess he's just trying to. Yeah, he he's like it could be anybody. Not me though. 
Not me, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, they have the cool um, cardboard cutouts. I would love to have a cardboard cutout of the crew. Three of them? That would be, that would be good. That'd be crazy. <laughs> For a game room? Yeah, they replaced themselves For a rumpus on the bench. Room? With a cardboard cutout. That would be good for a rumpus room. That actually reminds me of uh, in my grandparents' exactly. basement. Um, my grandpa has a cardboard cutout of uh, James Dean. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's over by like the sliding glass door in the basement. And uh, so like whenever you go down there, you just see a silhouette of a person by the <laughs> glass door. So it looks like someone's just standing there. The it's Dean. it's uh, pretty pretty classic. It's a good good prank. <laughs> Yeah, they fool him with those though, because they're yes. trying to like, I don't, they're trying to like evade him, because he must have bad vision. He's just ridiculous. He's just a stupid, stupid, silly person. <laughs> he's a goof. Um, and they set up a sting operation to try to get the person who is going to try to go in and smash Mister Monroe's bad VCR. Yeah. And they all hide in the same big empty cabinet yes it's a big closet it's basically like a clown car scenario where like more and more people are also being added to the cabinet because people keep coming in the room for some reason it's a high traffic room it is a high traffic room are like all of these like secondary like kind of nerd characters are like coming in the room for different reasons like first it's coconut head then it's claire sawyer future lawyer then it's uh, Martin Quirley, and then finally it's Lisa, who they bust. Exactly. And you know what? It kind of makes sense because Mr. Monroe is involved with an insane amount of extracurricular activities. It, it would be high that traffic. That is true. That is true. So, um, yeah. But they bust her uh, in the act, um, and she gets off with a warning, like I, like I said earlier. Um because she was doing it for her vigilante reasons where she was like, uh, since I'm the treasurer, I found out that the only way that uh, the school could get new things is if they were stolen or broken. Yeah. So she started smashing shit. Yeah, she tries to be. Which I still feel like she should have been punished. In some sort of way, I would say, I would say, yeah. Like, it's definitely not allowed (laughs) yeah i feel like uh it's just encouraging people to continue to do that and that's what happens um it is what happens yeah (laughs) because he there's a running joke throughout the episode too which we didn't mention where vice principal krubs always puts his hand accidentally on the intercom that like projects all over the school and he keeps saying bad shit and this time at the end he's he has his finger on it when he's saying like it's after he smashed his own computer um, and he's like, you guys don't tell anybody about this because if everybody finds out you can just smash stuff to get new things, we're <laughs> fucked. Um, so then everybody, you could see like silhouettes of people behind him like breaking shit. Yeah, it's like you hear just <laughs> like chaos. Yeah. And that's pretty uh, much the end of the episode. But that's, that's like pretty much that ep. Um, what do you think you're giving that one uh, out of 10 weasels? What I give it. Um, what I wrote down, and, uh, I'll give you uh, the gut, the gut, the gut was 8.5. Ooh. That's where I was at. And that's strong. Dang. That's strong. I know. That is strong. That is strong. I am going, uh, I'm going down way weaker. I'm going to hit Five? it with a, with no, with a, with a six out of 10 okay. weasels. Yeah. Six out of 10. I still, uh, enjoyed it, but I didn't think it was very funny. And, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't just, I just didn't like the plot that much. I liked that it introduced, uh, the vice principal character, yeah. but that's he was the best pretty part much sure. it. Um, that's pretty much where my extent of enjoyment goes with it. Um, I think that's fair. And you know what? But the, yeah, so now the next part, the way that we, the, and I will say like the way that we rate these very much, at least the way that I rate these very much all over the place. It's very much depending on how I am in the moment. Uh, oh yeah no for sure it's just it's solely based on how i feel after i watched it (laughs) like pretty much at all (laughs) um i really don't remember my ratings like more than past like the previous episode Mm -hmm. um 
but yeah, like I was saying, the next episode is uh, Mondays. Monday, Monday. Mondays gets its whole episode by itself. Uh, I did not see a Fridays episode. Yeah, I thought I I, that was my thought. Was like there must be a Fridays episode, like because Fridays are fucking a thing for sure. Yeah, and that's what sent me on uh, on a search for it. Right. Maybe it's like piled in with another episode because there is like a like a last day episode or whatever. So that could be maybe a Friday, but not no. really. Like I don't know. It's kind of strange that there is no Friday episode. But if anything, you know, Fridays what, are more of a thing do? than Mondays are. I am well, Mondays are are just you know trash trash days. That's why that's why it has this episode this way. Friday is a party day. A lot of the stuff, to me, a lot of the stuff in this episode that's Monday stuff is like, I guess it is real in some sort of a sense, but like it's exaggerated heavily. To yeah, me, yeah, for sure. I Obviously, because it's a cartoon really, show. <laughs> really, a lot of the things for like the Mondays episode is just like things where you don't get enough sleep. It's really a sleep yes. episode, a lack of sleep episode, which can That's be any day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But yeah. I guess it's more Monday because people stay up on the weekends generally. Um, Traditionally. I don't know how much that really goes with kids. I, it makes more sense on Gordy's side <laughs> where he's a grown man and he's like exactly. doing yeah, shit yeah, yeah. on the weekends, you know. But with the kids, what the fuck are they doing? They're, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Probably we probably still g- making them go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, Moe's hates Mondays. Ned hates Mondays. Moe's growls at someone. Moe's growls at Mr. Monroe, actually. Like, yeah, she's the cranky <gasps> side like of Mondays, a, and Ned is the tired side of Mondays. Yes. Which makes sense. Yeah, I think it fits their personalities. Is Cookie one of the people that Mondays, like, he's down with Monday? Yeah, he's down because his thing is that he always wears his favorite pair of underwear. He's also a um, loser. <laughs> well, it does seem like the only people that are enjoying yes. Mondays are the nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the get-go, um, that's the immediate um, apparent conclusion to draw. Yeah, because the other two people that are enjoying Mondays is Lisa and... Um, Coconut Head. Coconut Head. Yep. And Mr. Monroe, I guess, but yes, they don't really say yes. why he enjoys Mondays. He's also a loser. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but Gordy's the whole time. This the whole episode basically. Gordy is like you said. He's he's nodding. He's he's just he's narcoleptic, or he did some crack or some shit over the weekend, and now he's just he's got to sleep for for three three days. But he is just yeah. He is he's falling asleep standing up. Yeah, it's definitely He's a, a little bit of narcolepsy. He's a mess. For sure. Um, and in his, uh, like, plot of this episode, Cookie ends up, like, rigging um, his... He ends up calling it the Wake Master. What was it? It was the Cram Master? It was the Cram Master. It was? it was the Cram Master. And, by the way, the Cram Master broke Ned's brain permanently. <laughs> yeah, it did. It fucked him. And now he always like has hallucinations of of Abe Lincoln and uh, Benedict Arnold when he's in moral dilemmas. Yes, which I think this is the first time they brought it back since that original episode, I think right? so. Yeah, but he but he has internally been battling with this ever since that uh initial with his uh demons, if you will. This is how he deals with it, yeah. Um this is his monster. He, and then on the other side of the the plots for for this episode is um, Ned and Moe's are trying to come up with the best Monday to try to beat the Monday Blues, yeah. basically. So they're coming up with different ideas. The first one being Monkey Mondays, where they bring in Bobo, the little, the little monkey. The little I don't capuchin. Exactly know. Oh, it was a capuchin monkey. That's okay, what it I was like. gonna say I didn't. I didn't know what kind it was. Um, the the puppet was great, dude. The first time, I mean, when they first <laughs> show it, it's in the Uncanny Valley. That like it's a yeah. that it's a very realistic but like still clearly not real puppet. Yeah. Until it starts to it move lo- a lot and then it becomes very clearly fake. But it looked so good, dude. I loved the way it looked. Yeah, it was it was incredible. <laughs> I wonder where that prop is now. I don't that know. That would be I, a good one. Um, 
That would be a good thing to have, like, on a shelf. You're like, yeah, that's the that's the monkey from uh, Monday's episode of Ned's Classified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone uh, someone made that. Someone made that with love. Oh, for sure, dude. They, you think it's just, like, thrown to, like, the back corner of, like, <laughs> a prop warehouse? It's in um, a box? Under another box? In Sacramento? It's in a box, like, I, that's, like, in a warehouse that's 3,000 square feet long? fuck that that's <laughs> like an indian i mean that's sad to think about you know it's definitely sad to think about yeah i mean I, but there's a lot of crazy stuff that's locked away like that i wonder how much i would hope, uh, I, would hope. I wonder how much memorabilia the uh, the main cast of the show like has like i wonder how much they took i don't know, you know? that would be a good thing to ask fucking um if you if you guys want to hit up at uh Devin Works Harder, aka Devin Workheiser, who is uh, you know, Ned. Uh we got Daniel Curtis Lee who is Cookie. We've got uh Lindsay Shaw who is um uh Moe's, right? So yes. hit him up on the uh Instagram. That seems to be the platform of choice for the crew. Everyone. Along with Pinky, who is uh, a DJ now, Coconut Head, right? Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. Um ask them what kind of dope Ned paraphernalia that they walked away with. I'm sure they got some of the stuff. I bet you um, Cook was able to get the glasses at the very least. I hope. <laughs> right? I would hope so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be sick. And Coconut had better have gotten the uh, the wig. Yeah, the wig. He break. He comes out, he comes out DJ, and then he whips the wig off. That'd be sick, dude. <laughs> I don't know how much he leans into the coconut head like past of his uh entity. I think I think that they all probably have, you know, they have to. I think they have a positive look on it. That's what it seems it's, like it, at least really from what does. I've seen it on seems Instagram. Like, it seems like there was no there was no like um what's his name? There was no Dan Schneider abuse occurring on the set of Ned. No, this is what Schneider. I gather. No, that's what this I'm saying. Schneider. I know it wasn't Schneider. That's why I'm saying Oh, okay. You're okay. So you're saying like on this? I think this is a healthy environment than a Schneider production would have been. Right, 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 right. Who's the creator of this again? It's Scott Fellows, right? Isn't that? I think that sounds. Yeah, that sounds exactly right. Yeah, Scott Fellows. That's who it is. Sorry, I had to look it up real quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cook. But uh, yeah, it definitely seems more positive, at least from what I see on Instagram, Mm -hmm. which is good. I'm glad. Yeah. Another one of the things that they come up with is macchiato madness. So they drink macchiatos because Ned, Ned's mom likes macchiatos and they get wired on caffeine. Macchiatos are good. They're, they're caffeine noobs. Yes. Uh, there's also Megaphone Mondays. That's right. Where they just scream really loud through megaphones. Everybody has one. Um, Even uh, Coconut oh, did Head. We, and- did we also say the, the reason why Gordy needs to stay awake is because... Um, Vice Principal Krubs keeps catching him taking Monday naps. Day-long Monday naps, he calls them. <laughs> day-long. Um, so, basically, if he catches him again napping, he's going to fire him on the spot. Exactly. No questions asked. Yeah. Uh, that's why Cookie is rigging up this monstrosity of a machine to him and stuff like that. Um, which doesn't really end up working. He ends up tweaking it after all these different Mondays go by. Because this episode actually takes place over like the course of like a month. <laughs> it's like over many different Mondays. It is pretty wild, um, isn't it? Because they keep going to that uh, transition shot of like the calendar where it's like, next yeah, yeah, Monday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he tweaks that and he ends up rigging him up to a like... Like a shock machine, basically, where if his heart rate goes under 50, <laughs> um, then it shocks him away. There's also Matzo Ball with... Monday, by the way. Yes, yes, sorry. I, I saw that in my notes as well. Yeah, Matzo Ball Monday. But go on about the Gordy um, thing. I'm going to be right back. I have to pay. I have to pay. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so Matzo Ball Monday was the, uh, the weakest of the Mondays. This is where Ned finally gives up. He uh, basically just can't do it anymore he can't come up with any more ideas he feels like mondays have beaten him and this was the only m word he could think of so they have matzo ball soup but the the monkey uh bobo is his name actually he which is the same as drake and josh i just thought of the same as the bobo the monkey episode which is interesting um but he uh is throwing matzo balls at everybody and um that's where it ends for 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 ned 
And then it goes to Gordy being shocked alive. Where, um, so yeah, I was just talking about um, Matzo Ball Mondays. Now I'm back to <laughs> Gordy. Yeah. Um, so he gets shocked back awake, but then it, it like passes out from the shock. Um, because it's so intense and that's where vice principal Krubs catches him exactly. he's like you're sleeping but then he's getting pelted with matzo balls so gordy's like what if i catch the monkey who while, right before you came back kirk um i mentioned that the monkey's name is bobo yeah. which is the same name as the yes, monkey in drake and josh is. but a different monkey a completely different type of of ape, well technically bobo the, from drake an and josh wasn't a, wasn't a monkey yeah it's an orangutan yeah it's an ape um yeah, and this is this is a little capuchin monkey. Both named Bobo though. That's pretty ridiculous. Uh, but I but I thought of it. Yeah, that's yeah, like, funny. I guess that's like Nickelodeon's go to name for for uh, any sort of ape. It's a very or stereotypical sort of a name that you know for that sort of a creature. Yeah. Uh, so Gordy what, basically jumps actually, into action. What, what the principal what Krubs says is like, uh, "You're you're fired, and there's nothing that can change my mind." He specifically says that. And then that's when he starts getting pelted with the matzo balls. And then Gordy's like, what if I catch the monkey? And he's like, okay, catch the monkey, Gordy. And then... Yeah, he caves quickly. Yeah. But, but um, this is... And the, the way that they actually are able to keep Gordy awake is that uh, earlier in the episode, he mentioned that the only reason he stays awake um, after his like weekend antics is because there's a little bluebird that keeps him up all night, chirping, I guess. So... Uh, Cookie rigs up this like nightmare machine to his head where it's basically a just a bird cage, but there's two blue bluebirds in the cage with him on his head. That's a fucking nightmare for me. I do not like birds. So like I cannot even believe what that would be like. That is horrible. He's he's, he's he seems chipper about it. He is, but like that is just Did you, did we nightmare. talk about Gordy is clearly some sort of like a uh, just a He's like Johnny Depp. He's just he just parties hard, and just fucking, you know, passes out all we didn't, in places and. Yeah, we didn't really mention it, but that that is uh, what seems to what seems to be going on because he says that he can't um, talk about what he does on his weekends uh, <laughs> until they're all thirty. So. Oh my god, he's clearly some sort of a swinger. You know, he's doing coke. for sure. He's he's doing he's he's doing orgy stuff maybe. Yeah, like when we were watching, I was saying he was getting laid by like ten different chicks every weekend. I mean, he's like he's kind of <laughs> like a dumb hunk, you know. He's probably got a fucking huge cock. Come on, <laughs> come on, Gordy. Oh shit! I didn't expect you to say that. that's right when I was taking a drink. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean for that's sure, where right? We're going with. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Gordy, dude. Um. He seems like the kind of chill dude, though, who would would be partying on the weekends. Like he he has this job just so he can pay his bills. He really doesn't give a fuck about He's it. He's got to be a bachelor. He's just... Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's got a hammock in his goddamn um, uh, janitor's closet. True. Like he's got a sweet situation um, at work and at home. I imagine. I imagine. Um, yeah. I would love to see his bachelor pad. I wish they would do some sort of shot there. You know. Right, Gordy at home. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be it'd be sick too. Or Gordy at the weekend, like, like to flashback to see what actually happened on the fucking weekend. That would have been dope. I wish that, that was a deleted scene instead of them showing us like a bunch of uh, bloopers. I wish they would have showed what his house is like. Yeah, what he's doing to be so so out of it on Monday. Yeah, um, but he's able to catch the uh, the monkey. He is impressive because uh, he never caught the a weasel. Big, like, butterfly net yeah he he wasn't and uh, i will say very similar tactics to what he tries to do with the weasel he only he just caught it in a net like i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. i guess maybe the weasel ones are a little bit usually more elaborate yeah they are they're either very much they're very cartoony they're very uh wily coyote but you would think this would make him think like oh man maybe i should uh not be so fucking elaborate and ridiculous when i'm trying to catch my arch nemesis, the weasel. That's what you'd think. But, no. At a certain yeah. point, Ned gives up. He gives in. He he says, Monday wins, whatever the fuck that means. Yep. Yeah, he falls into a deep depression. Deep. He's like, man, fuck. I can't even beat Mondays. It's okay, Ned. It is sad. It's sad. Hey, Ned. 
No one likes Mondays except for these, except <laughs> for these losers. Do you want to be like them? Except for these fuck. Do you want to be like them? Nerds. <laughs> you you want to be like Gordy and Ned one hundred percent. You want to sling dick like Gordy. One hundred percent in the future, Ned is becoming Gordy. For sure, that's why he's his. I mean, I think Ned is a single. I I want to say that Ned is like the the son of a single mother. Doesn't have a dad. I don't know how. I don't know what happened to the dad. I don't know if the dad's alive. Maybe he left. I don't know. He jumped town. I somehow one hundred percent agree with you. And then Gordy <laughs> is Ned's father figure now. Yes, I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's exactly what that character is. Um, <laughs> Cook and Moe's come from much more stable households. I feel. I uh, yeah, I think so. I think especially Cook. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think his parents have some wealth too for how many gadgets he has. It would appear to be that way. I mean, it would it would seem. But he doesn't. He's not showy with it, except for when he's pea cooking. Well, did Jimmy Neutron's parents? Would you say they were middle class? Right? They were they were straight middle of the line. They were very middle class. And he, and I he mean, had a fucking dad, underground lair. That is true. His dad had. He was like a like a salesman, right? And his mom was like a stay at home. He mom, was like a door to door like fucking like duck salesman or something retarded yeah, some like sort that. of dumb dumb shit salesman. <laughs> yeah and then like. she was she was like yeah she was a whatever mom or something <laughs> yeah well i mean to be fair though uh you know it's it's based on like the uh, like uh like a stereotypical american 50s household isn't it like it's like yeah, but it doesn't <laughs> take place in the 50s no it doesn't at all i'm talking about like the dynamic and like the it's like a sitcom from the 50s really the style <laughs> it's like a, it's like, like it's really like a sitcom from the 80s yeah, I guess like so. Reagan eighties, which is kind of like a throwback to fifties family values, I guess. So I, th- I guess, I'm thinking more of like the whole style of it being like obsessed with like nuclear everything. At least, I'm, it's just science, I'm, science in general. Yeah, I guess so. Because hmm. he goes underwater and one, you know, goes in the submarine. And sh- He's he got his does, fucking rockets and he shit. He does all kind of crazy shit. Which submarines are expensive as shit too. I bet he's got a lot of patents. Um, I bet Jimmy Neutron has like uh, has, he's invented a bunch of stuff and he's like collecting money off of these inventions that he's created. And you think he's not telling his parents? No, <laughs> he's letting the, he's, not, he's letting he's them not. struggle with bills. They're like struggling with real shit. Yeah, it's it's damn real. <laughs> he's got millions of dollars. Is, he's like Elon Musk. His dad's crying, <laughs> staying up all night. Every night, his dad has to fucking decide he's got to carry on. Like living to, 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 to. <laughs> oh, Jeez, Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, he wouldn't. That's not where he would go. He's he's a happy guy. He's a happy-go-lucky, simple man. He doesn't. That's he doesn't true. have. Well, he he's doesn't simple. struggle. He's not very exactly. Smart. He doesn't struggle with those sort of sort of problems. Those burdens. Yeah, yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Lisa, we find out um, is igno- is a uh, is allergic to. Um, I think she says birds, dogs, cats, trees, and rap videos that exploit women. Yes. She says that at lunch. Yeah, those are the things she's allergic to. Um, yeah. The the only other things I have written down are the, the end things. Once um, they figure out, like, how to beat Mondays in quotes or whatever. Um, it's basically, like, wear your favorite outfit yeah. based on Cookie's thing mm-hmm. where he wears his favorite underwear. Wouldn't he wear... Pack your favorite lunch. Why wouldn't Cookie wear a, is, a tracksuit? Uh, well, I think that... Cookie only finds the love of tracksuits when he's in the mindset of P. Cookie. He's like got multiple personalities. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, like I was saying, the fave lunch one, which comes off of Lisa's. Yes. Um, and we see Ned have a big ass Hold sandwich. On. Lisa brings Ned a goddamn pie. She brings like a fucking blueberry pie. Does she really? I I, I missed. That's that. what it is. Yeah, she she like w- unveils this pie that she like smells. It's a full on pie. That is pretty baller. Bringing a full pie to uh to a middle school lunch. Baller, yeah. Um, uh, and the other thing is to plan something special based off of Coconut Head going to the movies every Monday. Yeah, well, they say doesn't um doesn't Monroe say thanks to Ned or does he say thanks to Coconut Head? Uh, he said thanks to Ned, I believe. Because because Monroe the, uh, incorporates, he he becomes Mo- Movie Monday, which begin which is really Monkey Movie Monday with Monroe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he sh- a lot of M's. Yeah, he shows them a monkey movie on Monday. Um, but that's that episode. Yeah. 
it was uh it was it was all right you know i i thought it was pretty much on par with the with the first part maybe a little bit better i laughed at the monkey stuff the, the puppet monkey was stuff great. was very good um for that reason i think i would make it a little bit higher i'm gonna go with a 6.5 um on this one okay uh what were you thinking so it's funny how different the reactions were because I, I went eight on this one as on the, on the gut first off thing right on it right is on. very it, i would say comparable to the last one um in terms of and see i view this as probably the weakest of season two so far mm, mm. i don't know if i could say that because i mean obviously if you look at my ratings that's not true but yeah i don't know I thought there was some good stuff in, in both, like the principal stuff in the first one and then the monkey stuff in the second one especially. Yeah. That's fair, you know. But, yeah. That's the gut reaction, though. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, and then so, you know, moving on, whatever's next episode. Yep. Uh, we'll have to check IMDb and not Amazon. Yes, definitely. Let's see what's next. It's going to be fucking... I'm trying, I'm trying to find... By episode, season two. Ooh. It's going to pertain to your body and procrastination. Ooh. Your body. Good subjects. My body. Her body. So, so there's probably going to be someone who stinks. It's going to be hot <laughs> and steamy. Ooh, yeah. going to talk about parts unknown. But yeah, thanks for yeah, so thanks for listening. You made it. Next you made it through episode. another episode of the Nesty Classified School Survival Podcast. Yep. I've been Kirk, and I've been Jacob. Stay Ned, and stay dead. <laughs>